Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. What's what's shaking on our Tuesday Dirt Alert? Oh, what's shaking on this Tuesday Dirt Dirt Alert? We're going to update you on the Danny Masterson trial. Can I stop you right there for a quick second? Please. We've got giveaways, people. Oh, boy. Well, let's do that All right, sorry. To the seventh caller, our sold-out Low J Book Club at the Book Club restaurant. Our first book club live with Lorna Lambic is next Tuesday night. October 25th, the only way you can go now is by winning. Be the seventh caller. And if you can go and love books, we'd love to have you there. It's Tuesday, October 25th, 651. What's our numbers? 651-641-1071. I made Lori work. She hated it. All right. All right. Back to you, Holly. (laughs) Thank you. Danny Masterson. And congratulations to the winner. Yes, Danny Masterson. The opening statements in his rape trial were given today, and Scientology was front and center. Now, Mm -hmm. Danny Masterson is a Scientologist, and each of his alleged victims was a Scientologist at the time of the alleged rapes, which happened from 2001 to 2003. And the lead prosecutor in this case made several references in his opening statement to church terminology and practices explaining why two of the of the accusers delayed reporting to the police because it, they said they can, they, the Church of Scientology, can mm-hmm. declare you a suppressive person. You are essentially an enemy of the Church, your friends, your parents. If you have children who are part of the Church, they all have to detach from you, and essentially, you lose everything. See, at its core, this is Scientology's yes. Yes. big problem with their premise of their so-called religion. You, Nobody does this. You have to, you can you no know, longer talk to your family. Yeah, it, it's so it's, it's horrible. so authoritarian and horrible. regimented and don't think for yourself. It's just, it's a cult. It really yeah. is. Now, uh, Danny Masterson's lead attorney had sought to bar any mention of Scientology from the case. Uh, uh, but the prosecution sought to introduce an ex-Scientologist to explain church concepts to the jury and what variety is reporting that the judge in this case tried to strike a balance denying the prosecution's request for expert testimony but allowing the victims to give their understandings mm-hmm. of church doctrines i mean geez it's horrible yeah yeah it really is it will be uh this will be a fascinating trial to see unfold it, it is because it's like for the first time Scientology on trial with all of their ways being exposed. If people, yeah, I mean, tune in. It, it, exposed, but it'll be written. This is all the trades will cover this. The LA Times, the New York Times, they are, they're not afraid of Danny no, Masterson. They're not afraid, afraid of Scientology mm-hmm. anymore. 
No, no. People are, there have been so many people who have been outspoken against the church. You know, you guys talk, who did you talk to a couple of weeks ago? His book. Oh, oh. yeah. Mike Rinder. Yeah, Mike yeah, Rinder. Mike Rinder. Mm-hmm. Billion years. Mm-hmm. Working with Leah Remini mm-hmm. on the Scientology in the right. aftermath. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that this will be a very mm, enlightening trial in regards to that. And, you know, hopefully justice is served in this case. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I have a feeling that you guys probably did a little Hollywood speak on this story. But for our 520 friends who are tuning in, did you talk about Kelly Ripa discussing Kathy Lee Gibbs? Gifford saying that she won't read her book. Yes. Yes, we did because I love Kelly's take the high mm-hmm. road approach and thank the person who gave you shady tea. Yes. Now, the shady tea came from Kathy Lee Gifford, who shared last week that she would not be reading Kelly Ripa's new book, Livewire, Long-Winded Short Stories, specifically because she writes about her relationship with Regis Philbin in the book. And she also said, and I don't even know if the book is out yet, but I don't plan to read it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, how would you know about these stories from people and you don't even know... Anyway, I think Kelly handled that in a very classy way because, like, that gave more attention to Kelly Ripa's memoir. And people are like, oh, I'd like to read some of Kelly's stories. Yeah. So Kelly Ripa says she's a big free speech person. Yeah. And that <laughs> everyone should be able to speak out if they choose to do so. Adding that you don't have to read every book. Nobody has to read every book on Earth. And she said that the comments I've gotten about those chapters talking about Regis Philbin have been overwhelmingly positive, and the people who read the book took away a lot of positivity from it. Yeah. Well, Julia read it. I read it. Oh, and I liked it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Did Do you have a positive takeaway from it? Oh, 100%. She said nothing wrong about Regis. She just said the situation was so surreal. Yeah, they were 40 was, years apart in yeah, age. And, and she didn't even... She, she was wasn't even trying out. Agnes, yeah. the head of... Um, Agnes Nixon. Yes, Agnes Nixon said, just up. go over here and do this. Yeah. She didn't even know. Yeah. Really, yeah. she didn't care. Yeah. There you go. All right. And they kept asking her back. Mm-hmm. And then she kept on... And now, 20 years later, mm-hmm. she's the executive producer right. of the show. Yeah, and I would argue that she, you know, um, also gave his... His, his longevity. Yeah, and another gave him 10, a glow factor. 15 years, she did. Because she was a very good listener to his very funny stories. Yep. That's yeah. what Kathy Lee is missing in all of this. If they could see her now. Yeah. Okay, right. I just... I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, Julia. I speak. I Use can't help myself right now because, you know, Aaron Pfeiffer's, who's married to Denise Richards, uh-huh. is out walking in gray sweatpants. Okay. Oh, no. oh boy. And we mm-hmm. all know what gray sweatpants yeah. means. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and, and, up for review. Yes. And um, your opinions, please. Well, he's so weird. He's so he's gross. So he grosses me out. It almost him. looks like he's wearing a tennis ball there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like the wrong shape. Um, so anyway, that is on the Daily Mail for oh, you. Oh, my <laughs> God. Now, would you describe it as a, what is it, a moose knuckle? No, a tennis ball? It's, it's, no, a, it's, it's a lacrosse ball. It's a free-form dong just rolling around on the right side. <laughs> it just thigh. really... <laughs> And he knows what he's, and he's doing. he's got his hand in yeah, his he pants. And he's touching, you know, touching himself through his pant pocket. Yeah, he Good just... Lord. Yeah, oh. it's just right there. Yeah. All right, well, wonderful. Now, who, is, who was this again dressing to the right? 
Yes. yes. This is uh, Denise, Denise Richards, Richards, her gross husband, who used to be with Nicola Sheridan. Yes. Oh, that guy. Yes. That guy from Re- Beverly and Hills really Housewives. And really kind of had to show up at all the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Events yeah, and talking yeah. about his woo-woo electrodes and Come crystals. And let me plug you in and put crystal over you I'm for like, $2,000 an hour. He just must screw people senseless. I don't know I think why that's anyone it. would buy anything I think from that's him. it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Happy a... Happy endings. <laughs> well, I mean, by the looks of it, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, fans of gray sweatpants are going to have a wonderful afternoon. So thank you, Julia, for sharing that. <laughs> I just was like, oh, this is so in Lori's category. <laughs> I I feel like you should have found it, but I don't know how I could pass that. Yeah. Yeah. You just got got an eye peeping at you. Oh, oh um, <laughs> George Clooney detailing his first meeting with a mall in Italy and how they fell in love through letter writing. So he's out doing press for tickets to paradise stopped by the drew barrymore show and said that uh, a friend suggested that they meet and predicted that the two would get married oh they yeah. stayed up all night talking the first night they met yes they mm-hmm. did i mean truly a, a wonderful couple you know they've been together for years he said that his agent called him and it's like you, you gotta meet this girl she's oh. coming to your house and you're gonna marry her oh wow yeah i love that Oh, they're just lovely. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go think about that and maybe some gray sweatpants. Yeah. So Sorry, have, have thank a nice you. Holly, night. Sorry, ha- thanks, Holly. Everyone Before you academically skim, Lori, yes, um, yes. we need to give a shout out to Evelyn, who's going to be going to our book club live event next Tuesday. We're going to be giving away $50 gift cards to book club restaurant and um, VIP tickets to go to that through the rest of the week. And right now... Beauty and the Bees. Nice. The play is coming to town. It's going to be at the Ordway for the holidays. Um, opening night is November 30th, which is a Wednesday night. And if you are our seventh caller at 651-641-1071, you will be lucky enough to win a pair of tickets. Here we this go. is a big deal. Yeah. This is a big, big, big deal. a good deal. show. Good All right, Lori, what is the da-da-dying? Okay, well, the da-da-dying, <laughs> and first glance, you're going to just say, well, da, but here it is. I'll just read you the headline so you can know how I get sucked into skimming some of these journals, okay. but I love the New England Journal of Medicine. Very it's the, respected. It's the big one. It's the big mm-hmm. one. Soda pop. So this is from the Washington Post, so soda pop on the East Coast. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Soda pop, chips, hot dogs, etc. They can take years off your life. And it's <laughs> like, yes, duh. But <clears throat> when I went to skim the article, there was more. The, can we get the years back? Well, listen, here's the deal. Scientists followed 74,000 people between the ages of 30 and 75 for 20 years. Wow. And during that time, they analyzed their diets and lifestyle habits and tracked changes in what they ate. They used several scoring systems, blah, 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 blah. But what they found is that people had high diet scores. So they, fruit, vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans, whole grains, olive oil, you know, fish, avocado. These things are high scoring foods. Okay, got it. And the higher your score was, if you had a high diet score, you're 15% likely to die of any cause. Less likely or? No, less likely to die of any cause during that 20 years as people who had consistently poor diets. And one of the things that, you know, um, 
in the food wasteland that is the United States is that there are there is something to uh, what your income is correlates to the stuff that you eat. One hundred percent food. It's more expensive to buy the you know blood. the, the fresh might, fruits and the vegetables the and organic. Yes, it is, and all of that. So. Um, so the New England Journal of Medicine, what they're hoping to do is that this can motivate in a way, how do we answer, how do we address the food inequities that are out there? 100%. When America, we have so much food here. We have so much food. So even, even, you know, like educating and just eat brown rice, not white rice. Right. And try and buy bulk walnuts. Sure. You know, stuff like that. So anyway, it's kind of, uh, add nuts, grains, beans, and peas and... Peas make the cut? Peas make the cut. I love peas. Yeah. All right, nuts, grain. And it's just a, a handful. A 60-year-old who made, made changes could um, up their life expectancy by nine years and an 80-year-old up by four years. Wow, yeah. that's significant. Because it's such a big amount of people over 20 years. Right. So they were able to get good stuff. So I really like this one. And it was Harvard School of Public Health is involved. and So we can feel good about this study, even though it seems on first glance, duh. Right, but there is been, a lot I, of meat I feel behind like a it. pop has been seeping back into my diet once a day now, and I have to stop that because I quit for years. I don't know why I'm into it again. Because uh, it's easier. Sometimes, I don't know. sometimes uh, you need an afternoon burst, and I know, but I gotta stop. Now, speaking of an afternoon burst, um, scientists, this is. Um, this got my attention. It was not from the New Journal um, England of Medicine. It was from the Psychology <laughs> of Aesthetics, Creativity, and the Arts. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And scientists have figured out what, why shower thoughts are so creative. Didn't we already do this? No, Julia, we have not done this because All right. I we, feel like not. I've, uh, we haven't. We All haven't. Right. There was this research. Why are we so creative in this well, there shower? There was this research in 2012. 2012, which explored mind wandering and all the ways that mind wandering things are good to do, like maybe doing a puzzle. Taking a warm shower. I'm doing a thousand piece puzzle of dog faces. Mindless tasks. Let, allow it. your mind to, to wander. wander. Okay. And it, it, so they wanted to, they found that when people perform undemanding tasks, the brain tends to wander. When that happens, creativity flows. So they just wanted to understand why this is that it happens. Okay. Because they've not ever really been able, they've not really tested that. Okay. So that's when I started getting bored about all the ways they were going to come up with how they were going to, you know, gauge the shower thoughts. It's when they start writing about the actual experiments and the ratio of numbers that they assign. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. Grant, Grant, are you listening? <laughs> we're getting into math here. Don't tell me anymore. I'm going to pull my ears out. <laughs> little shout back to the first that hour. That is a little shout yeah. back, and I don't care. Yes, and my eyes. I don't care. I don't want to know my equations. <laughs> my I'm eyes. I'm glossing yeah. over. Mm-hmm. So, so whatever. Cuts. You're yeah. creative. Enjoy it. Take a notebook. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I'm doing a puzzle, I am usually listening to music or watching a TV show. Yeah. Or, yeah, but, but like if you had so a problem, what they're, what they're saying is if you had a dilemma that you're trying 
to solve and you keep do thinking something about else. it. Do something mindless. Yes, to get and your mind off it and something might pop into your mind. Got it. it. Okay, right, now here's it. something else. Are okay. you guys fans of hitting your snooze buttons? I don't have one. Oh, that's good. That is good, Julia. I, yes, I don't have one. Yes. I never set an alarm. I hit snooze, unfortunately. I never and I set it. an alarm. You're going to be glad I did more than skim the journal of sleep, Why? Do Julia. I need one? Sleeping without an alarm clock is the best way oh. to wake up. Oh. It is the most healthy never, way to wake and up. And my phone isn't in my room. I never. Well, Since the, the kids f- are grown, I don't do any of that anymore. We also have the fortunate part of working later in the afternoon. That's yeah. that is the There's no like, hey, truth. you don't have right. to be The days there. when you have to catch an early flight. <gasps> when an alarm wakes you up, it disrupts your natural sleep cycle, which may lead to you feeling tired and groggy. Because when you just wake up from a REM sleep state, your brain is the most of the way to being fully awake. And um, hormone levels are, you know, but when you just do that. So most people that use alarms, they use their snooze button. And I say duh to this. I, I would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just seems yeah. like a real, yeah. real no brainer that you're going to at least hit one time. Unless, like you said, you had an early flight. That's that's when... Like last week when I got to the airport at 5.30, it was so busy. And I have TSA pre-check. I know. I understand this. It was the line. People were running around, I mean, because... People are traveling and MEAs this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, are... it was real. Like if you have the long line anxiety, it was Go just early. Like, but yeah, I my alarm went off at four forty five. I set extra alarms just so I can snooze. Grant, we're not yeah. supposed to do this. I know it's, it's terrible. Really, I'm done. I'm done. Well, the medical establishment is generally against the use of snooze. And you drink pop and eat hot dogs. You're done. I am. I but might as well. Just call it in, honey. <laughs> They've now agreed it's because so many people are overtired. Oh, agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Get a get a king size bed. That's going to be my new yeah. Way so of I'm giving you good sleeping news for once so today, good. Julia. I don't Thank usually you. give you good. Sleeping I never because you're sleeper. a night owl. Night I'm, owls lose. I do everything. But wrong. you're a natural awakener. I am, and this is the best. I love it. And Grant, who's our winner for Beauty and the Beast? Our winner was Cindy from Maple Grove, and she's very ecstatic. The thirtieth works out great for her. Oh, and we had Cindy. a lot of other callers calling in about this, and I know they're still calling. We've got three more sets to give away all week, you guys. Yes, so tune we do. In, all right, there's more opportunities. And go buy tickets now if you want to go and get like a matinee to take kids, or you want to get good dates or times to go to Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway. Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Your mic was off there for a yeah, second. Julia won the game today. We don't say that very often. Oh, no, I wasn't oh, here. Snap. Whoa. Snap back at you, woman. I'm just saying. So you know your sitcoms because it was Chuck Lorre, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I was loving that. She I was really loving did. that. And uh, now I'm thinking The Nanny Part 2, Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis. Now I'm wondering if Jason is behind The Nanny coming out because <gasps> Part 2 has come out and... Here's the headlines. Okay. Olivia, because this nanny has all these receipts of, it's Jason's text to her. Because remember, she stays employed by Jason. Basically, she said in yesterday's thing, I mean. She stays Olivia, Olivia was off on location shooting. Right. And right. so the nanny is, is, is there basically living. Anyway, she said, 
They had to, she had to go to therapy with the two of them. Olivia Wilde kept stringing Jason along with loving texts, sleeping oh. naked in the same bed and skinny dipping in their pool while addicted to Harry Styles, even giving away her dog to spend more time with Harry. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's bad. Yeah, really? and she's got all all these texts between her and Jason. Oh, so was this a real-life Ted Lasso? I mean, oh, no. Um, well, like, here's a oh. Jason text. I honestly feel like she was just here with us as a family. Then within a day, she moved on and with someone else and is a stranger. It's just hard to bizarre. Then the nanny says, that is what happened. And think how I feel after nine years. Well, that's Jason. Anyway, it's all this back and forth. Uh, the nanny is on team Jason. So now I feel like Jason is benefiting from this. Hmm. Hmm. This is a Bermuda triangle dirty celebrity But I'll just one. I'll bring up Jennifer Garner got through Ben's fling with the nanny. That's true. And Aniston survived Pitt, leaving her for Angelina and publicly trashing the marriage. Yeah. yeah. In not one but two interviews. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, people, they all look bad in this. Yeah. I think Homewrecker Harry is going to call it a day. I really really think he's whipped, though. I think he's smitten. I don't know. Last night, someone threw someone and hit him in his balls. Did you see that? At a concert? (laughs) Yes. In his nice pants? Yes, yes. In his cute little outfit and pants? Yes. And he's getting ready to start his 15-day run in L.A. But if I was him or anybody in his team, I would... He is so cool. So he could... I know he See, loves they her. They want to distance him from this. We're I would gonna, too. I don't. It'll be interesting to see if we see too. Olivia visible watching one of the LA shows. Right, that's uh-huh. true. She's, she's begging him to let her do it. His oh, I'm people sure. are talking to her. I feel like she the fell for him so hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, how could you not? How, I mean, the, but I'm again. But she fell so hard yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, and she was so, all done with Jason. Yeah. She was done. Her, her her time her, her exit wasn't pretty wasn't getting filled by him anymore. it wasn't pretty and you know what geez when your kids are like six and eight or five and That's seven tough. i always thought i always felt real bad for my friends with that had young kids like it's such there's no time for you that's what i always saw you know and i just like oh god i never want to experience that it's terrible i just wanted to be an aunt you know, Lori, really, that God. was. Uh, that, Lori, I love how you can turn that around and have it be about you. Well, just saying that I like <laughs> time the management ways. Mm. I can't give up that much of myself to someone no, else. No, mm. but but I, but these are smutty details that are coming out. And there's a lot of smutty stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus is engaged. Oh, to that young woman. Yes. Oh, of course he is. Yes, Cindy Lauper's son Deacon pleads guilty. He How stole. How do you feel about beat. that? Your fellow pubic hair. Okay, kids. so this, so Cindy Lauper <laughs> and I bonded one night when she was in town for Glamorama, the Macy's, Marshall Fields. I don't know what store it was at the time, fashion show and music, mm-hmm. and she was a performing artist, and we were talking, and we had sons the same age. And she was telling me, yeah, my son's just getting pubic hair. And we were just kind of laughing about it. And he was a hockey player. And they grew up in Canada. You know, she raised her kids in Canada. But now her 24-year-old stole someone's Mercedes Benz. And he was ordered 
you know, he's got in trouble for a couple of years. He pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct. He's facing up to a year in jail. No, but he actually pleaded guilty and he got, I think he has only like of some community service. And like she said, his, he has to stay out of trouble for two years. He can do. Yeah, I guess I just, it's, it's done. He's grown up, Julia. Yeah. He's stealing cars now. Now he's stealing cars. I mean, Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Things that make you say hmm. Other things were Christian Siriano. <laughs> yeah. Came out and he said there's only one person left that he's dying to dress. Who? Guess who it would be? He's dressed Oprah. He's dressed Janet Jackson. He's dressed Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Who is left? Who is the Michelle fashion? Obama? No, no, no. the fashion. No, at award shows, who always hits it? In an yeah. interesting way, out of the park. Sometimes we like, sometimes we're scared. Lady Gaga? No, she is. She's one Christian series. She is oh. it. She is the acting uh, it. Everything she's in is good. She's in a new movie called Tar. Okay, Kate Blanchett. Yes. Oh. She always. She is a hanger mm-hmm. and she delivers like she, her messaging through yeah. her, her outfit stays on on point, if you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and sometimes it's hit or miss. Sometimes it's too wild. Like she had that shelf thing, like that overhanger, overlook cloak mm-hmm. thing with the buttons and some reason off it that. Mm-mm. Yeah. You didn't but like that's it. who he wants. Right. And he says he gets lucky sometimes because he sends people his fashions and then they end up wearing them, which happened to him with um, like um, who just wore something that he's like, oh, God, oh, Jody Turner Smith. Mm. I sent her this gorgeous outfit, and then she wears it. I'm so delighted. So he yeah. says that's the one. Well, there's some Christian Siriano on uh, the red carpet, the red carpet that we posted. Yeah, the L women in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got so much gossip for tomorrow. I know. We just really don't talk about it right now, but we just have well, a full, uh, full you know, plate. We didn't even talk about that. You know, Brittany went to her world's most trusted therapist, Doctor Social Media, and. Posted a thing about, you know, how her dad would make her take multiple MRIs. And why? Britney Spears? Yes, and he wouldn't tell her why. He would just make her do all these, and he'd say, well, we're figuring it out. As a way to keep her... In the, like, kind of mind-messing way. Mind-messery, as you would say. Yes. Let's get these MRIs or something off in your brain. Yeah, and so basically she hopes he burns and bleep in hell. But, I mean, that is her trusted social, um, her therapist, Dr. Social Media. Oh, that's what you... Yeah. I got it. Okay, we got it. Yeah, so she posted an audio clip on Twitter where she he would not tell her why. She was getting an MRI. He did so many things to her without telling her why. And MRIs are so her, uncomfortable. You and know. to keep her off her game. And they would last like a, a half hour to an hour. Oh, they last a long time. Yeah. That he is, really is a piece of work. He's a piece of work. He's at work. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We've had a productive day. Holy cow. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.